and my body's going to be excited about it. And um, the, the great thing about it is eventually I actually could really taste the food and it started really tasting good. Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Good morning and welcome to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. At the beginning of the show, you heard Dr. Jesslyn Peterkin, and she's going to continue her interview today, and hopefully it'll be a benefit to you and give you an understanding of how her struggle was and what she did in order to improve her health and her physical fitness level. But before we do that, we're going to let Karen give her fit tip uh, for today, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So today I want to talk to you about insets. This is an acronym for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. But first, let's go to John 8 and 32, which says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So incense are one of the largest classes of over-the-counter drugs sold in this country. Um, ibuprofen, which would be Mortrin, Advil. You have Celebrex, you have Naproxen, which would be Aleve, and so on. People use them for inflammation all the time. And this is what you need to know. They all come with a black box warning. Everything that is approved by the FDA has a common side effect, like ringing in the ear, swollen ankles, bloating, diarrhea, heartburn, rash, and so on. And these things are not devastating, but they are uncomfortable. And they also come with a serious side effect warning, such as heart attack, stroke, GI bleeding, cancer, types of blood disorders, and so on. The serious things occur rarely, and the common things occur commonly. However, once the serious things begin to occur commonly, the FDA has to put what's known as a black box label on the package. Black box simply means you can take this product and end up in a black box. In other words, a casket. And many have interpreted the term black box label to mean a white label uh, with the black box on it, on the package, or some kind of childproof seal. But this is not the case. All insets contain a black box warning label, which specify heart attack, stroke, GI bleeding, stomach and intestinal issues, and more. It's something that you can get if you take one of these drugs. Over a third of the American population takes insets every day, and recent studies show that you don't have to be taking this product every day to encounter any of these serious reactions. And Dr. Sunil Pai, who's an internationally recognized expert 
in integrative medicine, the author of Inflammation Nation. He's a radio host and top leader in the wellness industry, says that you can be the healthiest person possible. Let's say you're a plant-based eater and your cholesterol is excellent, but you have a headache one day and decide to take an inset. You could immediately have a heart attack. So why are these drugs on the market? Well, what happens is every time you tear open a package with a black box label, twist open that cap or whatever, you have accepted the terms and conditions on the black box warning that this can happen to you. Thus, the manufacturers are no longer liable. And because of this, there are over 30 different generic brands of ibuprofen on the market and hundreds of companies making them. There's Warbuprofen and CVS Profen and so on. So now there are those people who say, I've been taking these drugs for years and I haven't had any of those reactions. Well, studies now show that people with joint problems within two years of taking these drugs consistently began to show deterioration of the joint, disruption of collagen, the amino acids, and the hyaluronic acid. So the thing that they're taking the drug for, let's say arthritis, is actually making the arthritis worse. Many people start with one pill a day, then two pills, then two twice a day, and so on, completely unaware of what the drug is doing to their body. Even the FDA encourages you to carefully weigh the benefits versus the risk before taking an inset. And so I say to you, don't put yourself at risk unnecessarily, if at all possible. And please explore all of your options before making a choice, especially if you're on other medications. So I pray that this message was a blessing to you. I pray that you received it with an open mind and an open heart. And don't forget to tune in at 11 a.m. today and every Tuesday to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts on 100.7 FM. And we will have more health and wellness information for you. Thank you and have a blessed day. As I said before, we're going to continue with our interview with Dr. Jesslyn uh, Peterkin of Love and Faith. And she, we're going to let her, in her own words, tell us about her experiences and how she is handling her life now as far as her health and physical fitness. And uh, we'll just come right back in where we left off last time. Thank you again for listening. You know, you, you're a school teacher. Right. And did it impress your, your students that you were, were able to be focused and, and did it impact the way you talked? Wow, absolutely. I will say, you know, not just in work, just in every single area too, but especially because I'm a science teacher. And this semester, my course load was anatomy and physiology, which really made a nice uh, marriage into what I was doing in my, my personal life and what I was teaching. And so um, the theme that we took this year really was about wellness and nutrition. So thinking about the 11 human body systems, starting with digestion, which really is that system that every other one of our human body systems depends on and what that looks like in real life. So it was like a time to take 
what I teach in theory and bring it to life for myself, walking it and living it, and then for my students to make it relevant to them, especially in a time when everything we do is fast, 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 you know, and eating fast food. So they were extreme. My students were extremely impressed about it, but also I shared with them my struggles, you know, and the challenge. And we ended up doing a study on fast food nation. There was a documentary that came out, you know, a few, many years ago about how, um, uh, one one gentleman decided to put fast food to the test to see, you know, just what the impact was on people who ate fast food every day. And he ate it for every meal every day. And at the end of a 30-day period, saw his body deteriorate as if he had been drinking alcohol every day. And so not only was that eye-opening to my students, it was eye-opening to me because we talk about people who drink, who consume alcohol, people who consume, you know, uh, drugs and things like, like you shouldn't do that. And you're right, they shouldn't, but we forget about food, so who would have thought that eating fast food, the McDonald's and all of that, and really when we think about fast food, even folks who sit down at five-star restaurants, that food is still fast food mm-hmm. because of the way that it is engineered to taste mm-hmm. and, and it creates an addiction. So my students were like, what? Say what? Are you serious? You know, to the point where they begin to change their habits. And of course, we were in, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, some of them were in transition from being remote students to coming back in person. And many of them would eat in the cafeteria, which, you know, is a very dangerous place to eat. And they stopped. They stopped and uh, they would just either bring their lunch Or they would wait until they got home and and they would say, hey, Dr. Peterkin, what'd you bring for lunch today? You know, and they're like, we just want to see what you brought today. And and I'm like, you know, hey, it's not glamorous and exciting, but I'm going to tell you when I open this container, I'm going to do just like my coach said. My brain that's thinking clearly is going to tell my mouth, open, I'm going to put the the good food on this fork, I'm going to put it in my mouth, and I'm going to chew, and my body's going to be excited about it. And uh, the the great thing about it is, eventually, I actually could really taste the food, and it started really tasting good. Most people don't eat enough fiber. Did you realize that you weren't getting enough fiber after we started doing this? Wow, absolutely, because, you know, it, it really is about the fact that we don't really know and we need someone to help us sort through um, the learning about nutrition. And it's more than just what you learn in health and PE when you were high, in high school about nutrition and the food pyramid, which is like, yeah, not a great thing to really go by. Um, but I did, you know, I tried that a few times. I thought, let me just see. Let me just see if I, if I actually ate some junk <laughs> early in the morning but I ate it after I drank my shake. Let me just see if that really works. You know, let me see if James knows what he's talking about. And so I did. I tried it. You know, one, just looking at that food window where we were working to, to get the inflammation out of my tendon and out of my shoulder. And we worked, uh, we put the food within like that 6A to 12 noon window. I was like, I'm going to try this and see. And so um, 
I, I ate a little junk after my shake, but I cut off my eating time um, between that 11, 30, 12 noon hour. And after that, you know, all I did was just my water intake, which by the way, we really think that we need more food, mm-hmm. a lot more food and end up really just overeating because that's a habit we have built. Um, but I noticed, I mean, quickly that food still passed through my system mm-hmm. like clockwork. Um, but the thing that put me in check about that, even though I was, I was running my own little science experiment mm-hmm. to see if you were really right, <laughs> I still started uh, experiencing the joint pain. Right. You know, so though I could do that, and I was like, oh yeah, he's right. I could do that. I could have a little junk. The junk was not, you know, it, it, having the junk was not better than having joints <laughs> with no inflammation. I enjoyed the, the pain-free <laughs> So, um, I could make the adjustment, but it was very beneficial. Let me ask you, you said you mentioned the water. You know, I told you, oh, I want you drinking water. And a lot of people tell me they don't like water. But I tell you, your body, and you as a scientist know that your body consists of water. Your brain consists of water. Your blood consists of water. So, if you don't have good blood flow, you're not going to be able to benefit from any of this anyway. And I also told you about get outside. It's just not about working out here. I tell you, you need to get outside. You need to get some sunlight. I tell you, there's two things I recommend. B12 That's and right. vitamin D. <laughs> because, not, and, uh, and I always tell you too, that whatever I say, I want you to be sure that it's, it's good information. Because like you said, you need to check me out too. Right, right, right. You know, just because I say it, don't make it right. And I told you there's, there's a lot of people who, who teach different things. And I told you there's a different way, a lot of ways to lose weight. Oh, yeah. But there's only one way to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's with nutrition. And my, uh, Karen and I always tell people, health equals nutrition divided by the calories. That's right. If you don't get enough nutrition... You can eat, you know, the calories are not going to be no bit, no good. So, and like we tell you, when you go on vacation or whatever, you know, make sure that you try to find he- the healthiest options you could possibly find. But I don't, have you noticed that I, ha- I have not put you on a diet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put you, I put you, I didn't put you on a window of eating because... You have to buy into what I'm telling you. Because if you don't buy into it, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. And, and a lot of people think, you know, I weigh you every Monday and I weigh you every Friday. But what have I told you about that? Oh, yeah. Well, that one is the level of consciousness for us, yeah. you know, as we were coming, as we were working through it. Because honestly, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And um, the benefit of having a scale in the home and also coming, you know, to fitness to get on the scale is one awareness Mm -hmm. of how what we do daily impacts us. And then, I mean, it's accountability Mm -hmm. because clearly, you know, if we're not used to if we're not used to doing something, then it's it's not in your it's not in your psyche. It's not in your conscious. And so I could come to appreciate that. 
pretty much I get on the scale every day. You know, if I miss a day, it's every other day. But it's clear I do it because I want to see what the result or the outcome is of what I'm putting in my mouth because it does truly, <laughs> truly affect you. I think the biggest thing about not being on a diet because that can be psychologically um, offsetting that if you're on a diet, it always comes out to feel like restriction. You know, oh my gosh, here are the 1,000 things I can't eat. But nobody focuses on the many things that you can eat. And I'm saying like foods I couldn't even pronounce, <laughs> things I had never even heard of, that not only were good foods that I could actually taste finally because my taste buds have reset, but foods that my body could digest that were good for me and could give my body good sources of energy. I could go through my day with lots of energy. So it, it, it has just been an eye-opening experience. Well, you, you train very early in the morning. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people say, I can't get up there. I can't do this. I can't do that. But what have you learned about physical activity and good nutrition? You have the ability to go longer, but when you rest, you rest. Right. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm just kind of by trade and just by nature growing up, we, we, I'm an early morning person. I get my best in early morning, so um, I wasn't that excited about getting up as early as we started because I wanted to... It's about bringing life into balance. You got to bring your life into balance. You want to get to work on time and everything like that. So for me, it was important that I got my workout in at the top of my day. So it's early. So now, you know, 2 a.m., 2.30 getting up feels like everybody else is 6 a.m., you know, 7 a.m. So it doesn't feel early at all. But what it did do for me is help me with discipline, um, not just... Uh, in the fitness area, but it, that discipline just began to trickle down through all the areas of my life. And, and my clarity of thought has gotten so much better that I'm able to just be more balanced. So um, the early morning workout, though, when people think about it, it's like, oh my God, if I work out early, I'm going to be tired. And it's not that way. It actually releases your energy and you can go through your day with a ton more energy and you're clearer in your thoughts. So, you know, and especially working with young people, I mean, I have seen some days when I'm like, okay, y'all about to make me snap, you know, but with my fitness workout and just the nutrition being at the center of it, even when there were moments where my students would do things or say things, I'm like, you know what, there's something in right about that. I had a better clarity of thought where I was able to respond and not react. And there's a huge difference. So it was not about interacting with my students based on my feelings, <clears throat> excuse me, but really having a clear mind to, to give a response. And sometimes that response just was silence and a smile. Or silence and you know what? I never thought about it that way. But you know, we got to keep it moving because we got a goal. And especially in a time 
coming through this pandemic when there are so many extra emotional triggers. It has been amazingly beneficial for me. And I'm thankful for not having to count calories because I've done things like Weight Watchers before and counting calories and carrying my little book around and these are the things I can eat and not really recognizing that even foods, <clears throat> excuse me, on that can eat list were not beneficial for my body being able to work at its optimum. And <clears throat> people aren't clear. I just was not clear really on what good health was, but now I'm clear. Good health is really having a body that's pain-free, that works at its optimum, full of energy. And at my wonderful age of 50, I can do things that, you know, my, my girls are, are young, you know, they're 22 and 18 and and 12, and we get out <clears throat> and play tennis and, and do things, and they're kind of looking at me like, dang, she, she's out doing this, and I feel good. I have lots of energy, so there's a huge benefit in that. And so people who might say, God, I can't get up, is it worth the sacrifice to put what matters at the top of the day? And I have to get up just a few minutes early because I like to have my quiet time in, in the presence of the Lord first before I do anything. So I knew if my workout was going to be early, then I have to push my date with the Lord up a little earlier because he comes first at the top of my day. So if my workout is going to start at 3.50 a.m. or 4, and I know I've got a 20-minute commute, I've got to move that time up, you know, and then Mondays and Fridays are even earlier because those are my way days and I want to give my body time to wake up and get my water in and all of that. So it's just, it's called sacrifice. And so if we would do that, if we're going to sacrifice for stuff that doesn't have value, like material things, if we know we want to have another car, live in a bigger house and we're going to get up and we're going to work overtime and I'm going to get my hustle, I'm going to get my grind for things that are going to break down, why not sacrifice for the one thing God has given us stewardship over that's going to be with us until the time we transition off this planet? Why not sacrifice for a better body, better health that gives us more time with the people we love and to do the thing that God called us to do with more energy? So now it doesn't seem like a sacrifice in a negative way, it seems like now, eight months in, this is a way of life. Mm -hmm. And so on the days, my restoration days that I don't train, I'm still waking up mm -hmm. at my regular time, going through my time of devotion, mm -hmm. and then I know what's going to flow in my day. But it starts at the top of the day, and it doesn't make you um, sluggish and tired. It gives you a burst of energy. So you know, that's a myth yeah. to folks hearing this. That's a myth. Well, let me ask you this. You said that you do your spiritual time. Has, has that gotten better? Oh, yeah. Clarity of thought. Whew. Can I tell you? One of the things that um, uh, pastor teaches about, you know, hearing the voice of God. And uh, he talks, and, you know, that doesn't mean that you might hear this audible voice. Hello. You know, that kind of thing. But the way that the Lord speaks by way of his representative on the earth is the Holy Spirit. And that is 
you know, time to spend in, in the word, in prayer, just sitting and you're able to hear the still small voice that really for us, you know, it's your voice. It's in your voice, in your hand. And when we have so many things coming at us or when we put in what I call dirty fuel, which is dirty food, it it clogs up the ability to hear and you really end up being in your feelings. And what you hear is response to emotion, not able to hear clearly the, the Holy Spirit speaking. And so it has been in these last eight months, especially being a newlywed, that I have been able to hear clearer the Holy Spirit speak to me in my quiet time than I have ever in my life, Mm -hmm. ever. And when I tell you that has been beneficial to how I'm able to walk through and work through um, my marriage, which is top priority under God, my personal time with God, to be able to serve my family because we have a blended family and that means all different personalities and then, you know, our new additions for both sides of our families coming together. Oh, you better have a clear mind. You better be able to hear God on that because you've got, you're going to be able, have to be able to make decisions that won't trigger, you know, other family members at work clarity of thought when you work with people that's beneficial that's something that you can't go buy off of a shelf you've got to have a frame of mind for that and just it's just in life from the moment we open our eyes and become conscious that this is a new day that we've been given that ability to be able to have a clear mind and to be able to hear the voice of God so you'll know, hey, what's the wisdom for the day, Lord? Because if you can't hear the wisdom, mm-hmm. oh, the whole day will be turned upside down. So you, you, you realize that the association with what you were feeling distracted you from being able to have clarity because uh, I always tell people this too, that your biggest win with physical fitness and, and eating correctly comes mentally. Oh, yeah. uh, the peace that you feel, the, the slow to anger, the patience, <laughs> the kindness, the long suffering, all those things come along when you, when you, you, you don't get mad at people. That's right. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure since you've been on this journey, people have given you positive and they've given you negative. But you can accept both. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know why you're doing what you do. And they don't. You know what I'm saying? They, right. They're basing it on... Uh, let me ask you this. Has anybody ever asked you, where do you get your protein from? If you <laughs> want to eat vegetables. You know what I'm saying? And have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's an ongoing thing for people who have... Who, who have the audacity <laughs> and the courage to just kind of engage you about your food and what you're doing. And, and, um, and even in my home, you know, as we talk through and work through food and meal preparation, that kind of thing, uh, it now it's a hot topic, but it wasn't a hot topic when, you know, our food was coming from, you know, the, the quickest takeout, mm-hmm. 
or scooting through the drive-thru. No one ever, ever inquired as I sat down to eat that chicken sandwich and waffle fries and cherry cola. Nobody ever questioned me about, so what source, what's your source of protein? Are you getting enough? You know, but when when I began to shift and change the diet and then would I unveil or take the top off my food, you know, and they're like, that, is that all you're, is that all you're going to eat? You know, what's your source of protein? I said, well, we can start with these black beans on, on top of my salad. I said, then I've got these mushrooms that, I mean, they're going to get me right here, you know, but I got a real good base here, you know, in my salad with all of the goodness, the spinach, the, the kale, the arugula, all of, I mean, the cabbage, the, the raw stuff, you know, and, um, I'm going to get 100% of it once I finish chewing. I don't have to share any of it with what has been cooked to death or processed. Again, we'd like to thank Dr. Peterkin for coming on and telling about her experiences. We won't get to finish up this week. Hopefully, we'll finish up next week. But we want to thank her again for coming on. And for James and Karen Roberts, we want to thank you for listening. And hopefully, you'll be back next week. Keep living fit and doing what matters. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.